Okay. And guess I'm live. You're live? You're alive? Did he just say he's alive? I'm alive. And well, yes, I'm right here. Right over here on Kishwini Hour. And today, this week, we are discussing Hanukkah. Again, this week we're going to discuss Hanukkah. Hanukkah, Hanukkah, I spin a dreidel. The world is turning around in a fatal. Da 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 Ya pa 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 pa, ya pa 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 pa. Ya bye bye, ya bye bye, ya. Um, Smokey, what are you doing exactly? I am, oh, that was weird. That was really weird. That? I don't want that. What are you doing, Smokey? Okay, and let's start. We're going to start. Ready? Get set. Go. So we're starting the show of Hanukkah 2020. Here we go. Um, Smokey, there's one problem with, uh, There's one problem with, uh, with this. You know that, right? What's the problem? Ah, the problem? What seems to be the problem? Oh, wow, Beryl, you're here? Yeah, (laughs) What do you think? I'm not going to show up the last time, right before Hanukkah 2020. Okay. Let's tell the basics of what happened by Hanukkah. So, as we know... During the time of the Beis Amigdash, second Beis Amigdash, the Eretz Yisrael was ruled by the Greeks, by the Yevunim. Yevunim, Yevunim, Igbetzi Okay, now, since it was ruled by the Greeks, the Greeks weren't nice people. They destroyed things. They put Getschkes in the Beis Amigdash. And... Nobody was strong enough to stand up. Let's just say nobody was brave enough to stand up against them. Tomatisio came. And the Greeks, most of them were philosophers. They accepted the Torah, believe it or not, as a wisdom. But not something that connects to Hashem. And they made Torah illegal at the end. And our Lord Mitzvahs, Meshchidah, Shabbos, Brismila. What? You're serving Brismila? Off with his head! The Maccabees risked their lives. Yehuda Maccabees started with. The miracle of light, right? We light the menorah. We're always wondering, we're always wondering, what in the world? Lighting the candles, menorah candles. Well, the greatest miracle that kind of happened, the Ness. So the Greeks made oil made all the oil in the base of English, they made a tomo, so there was no oil. What could they do? Well, there was a one miracle that happened. We found one jar that had been not touched. And it only had enough for one day. And so great was their love for Hashem that they live it. And Hashem made a miracle. And you know what happened to that miracle? It burned for eight Days. That's right. Eight whole entire days. And everyone could see that the Yidden have the Shekhinah with them. 
It was tremendous joy at that time. They cleaned the base of Mikdash, began to serve Hashem again. Now we have to have Hanukkah parties and stuff because we don't have the base of Mikdash. We have to make it as joyous as it could be. Joy, believe it or not, when somebody's happy, overcomes anything negative. So let's say you have somebody that's uh, something that bothers you and you have a lot of joy, you forget about the negative. And it could break any decree, any evil thing that happens. So every day of Hanukkah, we add another candle to all the eight candles, obviously. I'm sure you know that one. And believe it or not, the light of the Hanukkah candle is halig. We can't use it for any purpose. We can't use the Hanukkah nerves for any purpose except for the story that they tell. So fine, that was one part of Hanukkah that I wanted to say. Ah, you're done. Nope, I'm not done yet. I still have a lot to go on. And here is here is one of the stories that I saw many years ago. One of the stories... The first Hanukkah light, where they made the Hanukkah, they let the Hanukkah lift. The Yiddin lived in the land, Eretz They didn't have a king because Hashem was their king. Unfortunately, many Yiddin stopped serving Hashem, and so they soon found themselves. They soon found themselves that they're serving human kings. But of course, this human king. Very, very cruel. His name was Antiochus. What? Antiochus? No, not Antiochus. 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 Whoops. That's ridiculous. Ay, ay, ay. Never mind. But this Antiochus It has the word anti in it. Anti could be for anti-Semite. He had a kingdom that was in the land of Syria. Antiochus. That's right, Antiochus. Antiochus decided he could make every year do a Navira, do a Vajazara. That's what he decided. He said, hey, I can make every year. <laughs> Serve of Zara, and nobody will know. <laughs> he sent officers, soldiers throughout the whole entire land. So, based on Migdash Shlaim was Tumadik. They threw stuff around. The king was very powerful. People were so scared. Even little boys. We're scared. Hashem said, My children suffered enough. Well, there was an old man who was very frail and old, but a giant in Yerushalayim who raised the banner of going against the Yuvanim. And his name was Matisio. Well, he lived in a little village of Modian. 
Matisseau lived with five sons. Told the sons and brothers and friends to follow people, to follow him and the rest of their army, the Greek army, ran away from Matisio because Matisio was very strong, even though he was old. Well, Matisio had faithful followers. And to the hills they went. And one day, Matisio gathered friends and said to them, I feel like my last day has come along. Yehuda Maccabee, you're going to be leading to get for us although you're greatly outnumbered put your faith in Hashem remember Avram remember Pinchas remember Eliyahu Navi, who stood up against all the false Navim and soon after that Matis Yohu passed away and that was the first night of Hanukkah. Now, let's see what happens second night of Hanukkah. Because Hanukkah is very interesting. So, here we go. The next day. The Friday. Chaim washed early and changed into the Shabbos clothes so you could be with the Hanukkah candles the moment they were lighting. And he watched his father light the menorah. Now Chaim was sitting next to a chair, next to the Hanukkah candles. And again, he heard the first voice, the first light saying, Good Shabbos and Happy Hanukkah. I'm glad to see you again. This is my younger sister. Say hello to the little boy. Hello, said the light. I know a wonderful boy. I know a story. Would you like to hear it? I must leave them, replied Chaim, said. Please tell me the story. Well, the second light said, Yehuda Maccabee led the band of faithful Yedin from victory to victory. Yehuda's men were hiding in caves lying in ambush and they would suddenly run on top of the enemy and the enemy would be like what, what just happened? Antiochus was so angry he sent one big army and another big army and another big army but each time his generals failed boom boom finally Antiochus sent his best general Lysus with a huge army of infantry with men with horses, with chariots. Yehuda told his warriors, his friend, his people who were fighting with him, fighting against the Yuvanim, today we're going to be put to our greatest test. But don't fear. We're not supposed to fear. David Hashem and Hashem will answer us. And it was a, war, a very great miracle what happened. The whole army was thrown into terrible confusion. And it was such a big miracle. The victory was complete. 
Yehuda's first thought was to free Yushalayim and dedicate the base Mikdash. And when the goal would be achieved, Yehuda, at the head of his men, entered the base Mikdash. It was a very sorry sight to see. Everything was tama, and the vandals broke everything. And for a moment, the spirit of triumph went away from them, and they stood there motionless, tears coming out of the cheeks. No, don't be grieved! No crying, said Yehuda. Clean up this mess, and we shall light the menorah. And Yehuda went to do that. But there was no oil to be found. And it was the 25th of Kislev. The day of the base of Middash had been desecrated, been ruined by the enemy. <sighs> that the dedication of the base of Middash was celebrated. But that wasn't it. And behold, they found this little menorah. And this is where my part ends, said the candle. Now tomorrow my younger sister will tell you a story. And here we go to the next part. Well, after Green Lachaim on the next night, the third light said, I'm going to tell you about Yehuda's younger brother, Elazar. The Antiochus died and his son, a potter. Harry Potter? No, not Harry Potter. A.O. Potter became the king of the Syrians. A.O. Potter was not a better person. He hired the biggest army of those days. Hundreds of thousands of people. Twenty, many thousands of horsemen. And many elephants. They all had armor, helmets. When the sun came up and shined on the armor, the reflected light dazzled the eye for miles around. Determined to fight to the last end, Yehuda and his warriors attacked the enemy, but not before they downed Hashem to help them in their cause. It was desperate battle. But Yehuda's men fought on, destroyed the one army guy next to another, and then another, and then another. Suddenly, Elazar noticed a nice big elephant coming, and it was so decorated. Hmm, there must be the king. If I kill him, the victory will come. He fought his way. fought his way through the guard killing right and left and he's killing fighting Lazar killed the elephant and the rider but here Eliezer also lost his life and he died but it wasn't the king Eliezer killed only the one of the top generals so, nevertheless, it was very inspiring that Lazar killed the general. And suddenly, a messenger brought news to the king, saying, My son is trying to overthrow me. 
and Yerushas Eropter decided to call off the battle and he made peace with the Yidden for the rest of his days. And that was story number two. Let's get to story number three. And we are going to get to that story. In just a moment we're going to get to that story. And so that's what happened. And that's what happened that the king took was taking back his land and off Chaim went to seek to eat donuts and on the fourth night the fourth candle came over the third candle came over to the Yaakov Chaimel and the fourth candle said let me tell you one part of the story that you don't know. Many battles were fought and won by Yehuda. But again, the Yidden, there was trouble in Syria. Demetrius, who was the king of Syria, was challenged by Alexander. Now Demetrius didn't love Yonah's son and feared him. But even more, he feared his rival Alexander. So Demetrius decided to win Yonason. Sent the messengers asking Yonason to forget the, about his old things and become his friend. Alexander met this Alexander met this move by sending Yonason a golden chariot. Saying that he would be glad to see him the priest and the king of the Yiddin. Yonason sided with Alexander because he knew that Demetrius was a treacherous and dangerous fellow. And Alexander and Demetrius met on the battlefield. Demetrius fell and Alexander went up. Alexander celebrated his victory, victory and invited the king of Egypt who was Ptolemy. And Yonason should take part in that Suda. Well, some years passed, and again, a new king lived in Syria. There was so much treachery among those Syrians. So much fighting. But in the meantime, Yonason ruled in the land of Eretz And the love of Eretz He was also the Kohen, being the grandson of Yochanan Kohen Gadol. And the Hanukkah lies side and shiny tear like a pearl rolled down Chaim's desk. I'm sorry, my story has such a short ending, his pearl said, the pearl said. So you may buy my time a little longer. Tomorrow you'll hear a more cheerful story, he said to Chaim. So Chaim gets up the next day with candle number five. Five little flames fluttering in the Hanukkah. They're in the Hanukkah and in the wind. Think about it in the wind. The Hanukkah lift are floating 
They're going this way, that way, this way, that way. And the flames were going very nicely. There was only one brave son of Eliyah, of Matisyahu, and that was Yehuda Elazar Yochanan Yonason. But these people gave up their lives. That was Shimon. Shimon's turn. Shimon from the Shvatim? No, not Shimon from Shvatim. Shimon from the Kohen Gadol. All the people of Yidin told them to become their leader, promising to follow them. And the Eretz was still surrounded by many enemies, and Shimon had to fight many battles before he succeeded in freeing the country. On the third anniversary of Shimon's leadership, So, back to the story on the third anniversary of Shimon's leadership when Shimon ruled the land. He ruled the land. It was a very amazing. He became Shimon Kanigodol. And they were so happy they made him his Bayah. And fine. And once again, the Yiddish people lived happy and they were free and they were able to serve Hashem. The sixth night of Hanukkah came. Well, said the sixth light, my story takes place under the Hashemunayim because I'm going to bring you back to our times which was very sad. Once again, a tyrant, even more cruel than Antiochus, declared a war against our people and threatened to extinguish the light of terror. This story takes you back to the early days of the Second World War, when Yemachshamoy's armies were drunk and conquest was taking place. This was a concentration camp in France. Concentration camps, concentration camps in Germany, where many Yidden were herded like sheep, and were going to be slaughtered like sheep. There was a person who was vulnerable. Vulnerable, and what happened next? What happened next is that this concentration camp, there was this one person, he was a Rebbe, he was on his feet, going places, going man to man, saying, Shalom Aleichem, give me hope. But to bring hope to those days was a very difficult time. And then Hanukkah came. A month before Hanukkah, the Rebbe, the Rebbe said, the Rebbe saved up some oil, and think about the concentration camps to have some oil. 
It's very hard. Wasn't easy to have some oil. Wasn't like today. You have a whole bunch of oil. You didn't have enough oil. There wasn't so much oil. He managed to get a raw carrot from the kitchen, cut it into a little cup for the oil. And he managed to have this little oil. And from a corner of his coat, he cut off a little piece of a four wick. And he had a Hanukkah list. It was so dark in the barracks where these poor Yiddin lived. And their tormentors, their people who torment them, the Germans, Yamashimam. My dear brothers, the Rebbe said. My dear brothers, tonight. Tonight is Hanukkah. Hanukkah. The Hanukkah brings us a message of hope. Antiochus, we were slaves, we were hurt, we were destroyed. We were, they killed. I'm going to light the Hanukkah lamp for all of us. <coughs> Please listen carefully to the bracha. <coughs> and the lighting of the menorah, the Rebbe said, all three brachas. My brothers, the Rebbe said, tonight, it's not a time for sadness. It's a time of hope. When Aaron was about to light the menorah, Shem made a promise to him that although the menorah of the Mavesamitas may be put out for a time, and Bnei Israel turned away, there would be a light that would always be lit. And this was what he talking about. These are the Hanukkah lights he's talking about. Therefore, don't be upset. Don't give up. Pray to Hashem, David, to deliver us from these people so we could once again light and hear the little flame, the sixth flame, paused. But Yom Chaim wanted to know what happened. And the little Hanukkah light said, there were more fortunate victims of Yamach Shemari. They had good fortune to be regarded by him as an enemy and were held for exchange for German prisoners. To this day, they celebrate Hanukkah with special joy because it was also a university that they went out and that's what the little flame, the sixth flame said to Chaim. The seventh flame greeted Chaim. Happy Hanukkah, he said. Do you know that in the base of Migdash, the flame told Chaim, the golden menorah had only seven lights. But how many lights do I have? Eight? That's right. I have eight lights. Now, you remember you learned in the yeshiva about the menorah. It was out of pure gold. Three on each side. And it was all seven. Each branch was further decorated with some beautiful almond blossoms. All made of that one piece of gold. It was a wonderful work of art. Even Maishra Abenu didn't know how to make it until Hashem gave him instructions. Only the purest of olive oils was used for menorah, 
And do you know how it was prepared? Well, to begin with, to begin with, no ordinary olives were used for the olive of the menorah. And the olives, oil, And this was taking place in Tekoa. Tokyo? No, Tekoa is a place. It's a land in Eritrea where Amos lived. This town was located in the place where Usher, where the Shavit Usher was. The olives had to be grown on soil that wasn't manured where animals, they didn't put the, they used to put the animal manure on the ground to make it better growing. And the olives had to be ripe. And those are the only type of olives they could use. Every morning, a special person, Kayin, was the privilege of trimming and lighting the candle, would come. And this miracle showed that Hashem's presence was there. It was right there at all times. And it was very, very holy, this menorah. Antiochus defiled it. He was able to do so only because of us when we went away from Hashem. The men this menorah was one of the proudest and treasured articles among all spoils that they had. Titus, the Roman general, took with him. So proud he was, this Titus. The cruel Titus thought that he forever conquered <clears throat> the Yidden, but he was wrong. We lived and were continuing to live by the time the seventh candle concludes the story, the others already said goodbye to Chaim, and the seventh light also said bye-bye. And Chaim was still sitting there by the candlelights. He was thinking. So, Here we now, said the eighth night of Hanukkah, as Chaim found himself with the Hanukkah menorah. This little light of the eighth day. This is our last night, Chaim. And soon, we're going to say goodbye till next year. Goodbye till next year, goodbye until... Well, do you know that it's not been an accident? The Hanukkah accord, Hanukkah happened on Chavhei Kislev. Nothing happens by accident. Chafei Kislev first became very important thousands of years before Hanukkah. And that was the Mishkan. The Mishkan was the Mishkan was completely full. They completed the Mishkan in the Midbar. And that's one of the things that happened on Chafei Kislev. And at that time, Hashem postponed the dedication of the Mishkan until the first of Nisan. Hashem doesn't withhold the reward of any creature, Chachamim say. 
And so Hashem promised Chofei Kislev would be a reward. And Shlom HaMelech says, he also finished on Sukkot. And Chofei Kislev again, he did a, the second base on Megdash was built. And Yehuda Maccabee came and Chafei Kisplev again became a big anniversary. Trust in Hashem. And the light continued. Over the years, we have so difficult tasks. We suffer so much pain, sorrow. Having offered sacrifices for sanctification for the Bershalom, even in our darkest times and the darkest night, we, the little Hanukkah lights, brought this hope, this ray of hope. Remember, Rabbi Akiva used to say, by the base of if the words of going, getting destroyed, of the Beis HaMikdash. The promise will come. Yes, my boy. Hashem is not going to withhold the reward. He's going to bring. The lights all said, well, little boy, hope you enjoyed our stories. We the little Hanukkah lights have grown old. You wouldn't think we're so old, would you? But we never grow old. We're going to continue. Wow, said Chaimel. Thank you so much. I'm always going to remember those stories that you told me. You might try to be the Hanukkah. Light answered. You might try to be like the Chashmanayim. And I'm sorry, Chaim. But we must go. Happy Hanukkah, Chaim said. And I'm looking forward till next year. Bez Hashem, Yerushalayim. Wow! Wow! And that Yinglech. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. How Hanukkah comes, comes and goes. It's uh, amazing. It's amazing. Would you believe it? That Hanukkah, it's, it's a major, people think, Hanukkah, okay, Hanukkah. No. No. Hanukkah is not just some Yom Tov. Hanukkah is where Hope comes in. If you think about it, Hanukkah is a time. Yeah, Hanukkah is a time where we spend with our friends, family. But Hanukkah is also a time where lots of miracles occurred, happened. Hanukkah is a thing that we have to remember. Remember, the holiday, it's the young to remember. Yes, you have parties, but remember, 
the real reason why we're here, the real reason why we're here for our Hanukkah is because of Latkes. No, not because of Latkes. It's because Hashem loves us. And Hanukkah is so precious. It's very precious. Hanukkah is one of the most precious things that happened. And there's something I do want to say. Things that I want to say about Hanukkah. I want to say about Hanukkah. I don't know if you remember, in 2001, second night of Hanukkah, exactly three months after two airplanes ripped open the World Trade Center, there was a menorah lit. The menorah is lit by ground zero. Think about it. Even our, our darkness during our time. In 2005, as I said, we are still suffering. And in 2005, look what happened. Baghdad. Shooting in Baghdad. And what did they do? They lit the menorah. And... Again, the menorah lights up the place. Lights it up. It's not like, okay, it's not that you, uh, it's not that the Hanukkah is here. Okay, Hanukkah, yay, Hanukkah. No, Hanukkah is here. But you have to live it. You have to live the Hanukkah. Can't be, uh, you have to learn. Steig. Tagging, learn. There's stuff to do. D- did you know you could become a Maccabee? Everybody could become a Maccabee. Really? How? Yeah. How? Oh, so you want to know how? Yeah, I want to know how. We want to know how. So, let me tell you something. One of the ways of how we could become a Maccabee, we show the world what a Yid is. Make a Kiddush Hashem. Yeah, we have it hard. We have it hard, but Hashem is going to take care of us. Hashem always takes care of us. He's never abandoned us. And there's always times. There's times... times that, uh, you know, it was hard. It's very hard. Being a Yid, being a Yid is not uh, the easiest thing, but it's, you know, you have to work. You have to work for it. Hashem wants us to work for it. Hashem wants us to work. The more we work, the more we work, the more we work, the more you go. I'm wishing everybody a happy, a donut full. Not a donut full. Shmoky. Sha, no donut full. I'm wishing everybody a happy Hanukkah. Wait, do you have anything else to say? 
what can I say? Hanukkah is a story of itself. Um, um, Mikey, I have a question. Yes, Schmalky. I have a question. Go ahead, I'm listening. So, you remember you said... Yeah. So, you said that by Hanukkah, you eat latkes, right? Yeah. Why the minute to eat cheese? Very good question. In the times of Eliphorni, there was Yehudas. Yehudas was a queen, uh, a, a woman, Yiddish, a woman. And Eliphorni came by, and Yehudas said, What should I do? What should I do? And she said, Aha, I have this idea. And she get this idea. Hashem gave him the, her this idea. And it was an amazing idea. This amazing idea was she served wine, salty foods, and cheese to Eliforni. Eliforni fell asleep, and lo and behold, boom! Yehudas got Eliforni. Wow. Really, such a great story. Yeah, well, what else do you want to know? Um, another question. What, does ha- what is the meaning of Hanukkah? Well, first of all, Hanukkah could mean dedication. Dedication, because it was on Hanukkah that the Beis HaMikdash was purified, was built again, right? Was made to be the Hashem. Okay, that for Hashem. Wow. There was another thing that happened in Hanukkah, that you know, another miracle with Alexander the Great. And as I said, Matis Yohu. Wow, so many things. Yeah. Uh, What's the reason why we say on Eris Well, on the first night, we say, on all the nights actually, we say on Eris Halolo, on Lincoln. And we show them benefit from the light. And uh, we show them the benefit from those. Right, on Eris well, what does it mean? Let's translate what our nurse Hello we're lighting these candles for all the miracles that happened. for the redemption and the balance. As I said, it's for, for hope. Haner Salolu is for hope. And that's what Hanukkah is. What about Mosar? Mosar. Well Mosar, let's translate a little bit. Mosor means the rock. We're singing praise to Hashem. Hashem, well, a lot of times we call Hashem our rock. And there's also another thing we say, Alanisim. Yes, Alanisim is another thing we say. And uh, that we say Alanisim. We say it by Purim and Hanukkah. Is there Musaf? No Musaf. 
There is no Musaf in Hanukkah. And there's another davening that we do. It's called Halal. Uh, Maishi, another question. Yeah? Who has a special place in Hanukkah? And why? Very good. So, there are women. You're not supposed to do work. The woman shouldn't do work, right? Your mommy's not going to do laundry at that time. My mommy's not going to do laundry in eight days? Um, she's going to do laundry in eight days, but not during the Hanukkah light. And because of the Greeks mistreated the Yisha woman, and the second reason why, because Yehudas killed Heliforni. And what about the dreidel? What about the dreidel? What's with the dreidel? Oh, so knowing about the dreidel, the dreidel and Eretz Yisrael, they had to spin the drill. They spin the drill. Why did they spin the drill? Because they like playing games. No, they don't like playing games because they wanted to show the Greeks we're playing, we're not learning, right? But Kindleh, we have to do the opposite. We have to show the Goyim, we're not playing around. We're not here to play around. We're serious business. And Hanukkah is a time of redemption. It's a time of coming. It's a time. And it's amazing. Hanukkah is an amazing Yom Tov. Take it with you. Take the lights, the candles with you. Wow, why is she such amazing things that happened? Yes, it is amazing, my dear Shmulki. And this is going to put an end to this Hanukkah. May this Hanukkah bring the lights. We light up the nights. Candles burning bright. The Festival of Lights of Hanukkah. Like Miami Boys Choir. Light up the nights. Candle burning bright. I'm sure everybody knows that song. Have a great... Wonderful, sweet, delicious, not fatty, uh, unbelievable, great Hanukkah. I wish you a sweetened Hanukkah, a donut full Hanukkah, a latke full Hanukkah. No, Shmulki, no latke full Hanukkah. It has a lot of oil. It has a lot of damage to the liver. Shmulki, you didn't have to add that in. I didn't add anything in. No. And that's all I wish you. Have a great Hanukkah. And as Hashem next year in Hanukkah, we should all be in Eretz Yisrael. Be here, be Amen.